Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. always this is abe hello out now is a film podcast that Abe and i are discussing new movies weekly however every now and then we like to do some random bonus episodes such as this one this is our second annual top summer movie gamble last year we did this where we um by abe myself and a couple guests all predicted what we thought the top 10 biggest money makers of the summer would be and you know had a ranking and everything and by the end of the summer like around labor day weekend we totally have a, I have a very special Grading rubric where we tallied up the points based on our decisions versus what actually happened and came up a winner. Last year's winner was Adam Gentry, who um, is not on the show. Boo. He's not on the show tonight, but he will be submitting his own <laughs> list, so he will be entered into the contest just as just as well as uh, Jordan Grout. I don't, but I don't like. I'm that. sorry, but I mean, I wanted to get people involved. <laughs> if they can't make the time, like I don't even have enough time for the festival this year. But if they can't make the time this year on the podcast, it shouldn't be a part of the game. <laughs> Or it should be like an automatic negative ten points. I, I've or noted that they'll get it. I like. That. I've noted that they'll get an asterisk. So, uh, we'll... <laughs> oh, Barry, Barry Vaughn style. Okay. So we'll. I'll see. Oh, Wait, can we treat them like I treat my nephews, where we pretend they're playing the game, but I'm just giving them a controller? The controller. <laughs> Only if they don't listen to this podcast. Um, all right. Well, for the, for those of you listening here, uh, our guests we have tonight to, to have to be a part of our second annual top summer movie gamble. I should I should actually make it a acronym eventually out of that um we have mark hoban from past film reviews hi everyone uh mr dvd himself alan aguilera hello and sir maxwell himself maxwell haddad hello thank you for for naming me with accuracy it's the effort it's the a for effort that i go for it's i don't give out a's for effort come on this is not kindergarten well uh, it gives out e's okay yeah e for east coast i'm over here on the west coast and that's how we're doing it so mm. each of <laughs> each of us what? Each of us have predicted what we think the top ten highest grossing films of the summer will be, and we also have three dark horses. And so we're gonna we're just kinda gonna get into it. We're gonna kinda go down our list, we're gonna start from the top highest grossing summer movie to the bottom, what our predictions will be, and just work our way down, you know, have a little discussion about what have you and you know, or we'll I'm gonna enter it all into the record and by come around Labor Day weekend we'll you know, we'll see what, what the results got us. But uh Let's just uh, let's just start off. Let's just start off with what we all think our number one film of the summer is going to be. Uh, Abe, why don't you go? I am gonna say Iron Man three with number one. I also have Iron Man three as well. Uh, Maxwell, what do you have? I as well have Iron Man three in a shocking revelation of originality. <laughs> Mark, I also have Iron Man three as my number one pick. Alan, I have Epic. <laughs> Uh, I have, I have, I have Iron Man. 3. Okay, so I think we're all pretty confident that Iron Man three is going to be the biggest movie of the summer. I, 
unless there's a huge surprise, I kind of doubt that this one's going to be the the one you know going to be beat. But you know, we can always see. Uh, let's go to number two, where things might start to change. We'll see. What uh, go backwards, Alan? What do you have for your number two pick? I have Iron Man three. Um, <laughs> I have Star Trek Into Darkness. Okay, Star Trek Into Darkness, the sequel to Star Trek. I don't know why I needed to clarify, but maybe because I wanted yeah. to, <laughs> maybe because I needed to type this in and had to fill time. Uh, Mark Hoban, where do you have? I have Star Trek Into Darkness as two. Oh, son of a bitch, <laughs> Maxwell. I have Despicable Me too. Right there, you, you, that you're thinking that strongly of Despicable Me this summer. You know the the first one was a surprise hit, if I'm not mistaken, the highest grossing animated movie that's not Disney, Pixar, or DreamWorks. Um, I think the Minions are hugely popular characters. They have rides now at Universal Studios. They're selling merchandise like crazy at Target and other places like that. I just think it's coming out at the right time where it's you know not too much competition for children on either end. I think it's going to hit big. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Abe? I have Star Trek Into Darkness. I have Man of Steel at number two. Hmm. Let's see. Number three. I... What's, your, what's your ballpark on that one? What's my ballpark? Uh-huh. Just a curious. lot of money. <laughs> In terms of money to be made? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't have none because I did not predict any money. Okay. No worries. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't try to look into... I didn't. That would be just too much more work for me. <laughs> no worries. Uh, I'm going off the... I'm going off Nolan Goodwill. I'm going to see if that turns into to box office ducats for the Man of Steel. Cool. Uh, for number my number three, I have Despicable Me 2, by the way. I have, I'm very confident in the same light as Maxwell is for similar reasons. Um, Abe? Wait, I did have... you say Despicable Me 2 as in the sequel or Despicable Me 2 as in Despicable Me as I well? I have the 3D, 3 double D re-release of the first Despicable Me. <laughs> <laughs> what you should have said was Despicable Me 2 2. Yeah, but that's not funny. That doesn't make good radio, Mark. Come on, what are we doing here? Where are we a bunch of amateurs? I like it. <laughs> Abe, what do you have? I have Monsters, Inc. University, or I guess Monsters, University. Monsters, Inc. University, 2D, 3D. Three, yeah, all of that. <laughs> okay. One eye, two eyes. Whatever. Monsters, University. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Uh, Maxwell? Uh, for my third choice, I have Star Trek Into Darkness. Star Trek Into Darkness. Mark? I have Man of Steel for number three. And O Steel. Alan? I have Man of Steel as well. Steel. Bastard. <laughs> Pretty. My mother and father were married. You cannot say that. Pretty, uh, pretty familiar list right now between you two. They're exactly the same. Yep. All right, let's uh, go to our number fours. Uh, Alan? Despicable Me 2. Despicable Me 2. Mark? Monsters University. Monsters University. Maxwell? Monsters University for 300, Alex. Abe? Uh, I've got the Hangover 3. Hangover Part 3. That's pretty high, Abe. Are you, any, any thought behind that one? Uh, the second one did like 240 or something like that overall. It was pretty successful. And the third one, last of the franchise, looks like they're... Maybe changing it up after all the heat that they took. So I'm thinking it's going to probably do pretty well over the course of the summer. All right, let's see. I have Star Trek Into Darkness as my number four. Just just fits right in, cause mainly just because I wanted to say screw Star Trek one last time, and the best way to do that was, of course, by predicting it lower <laughs> than other movies. I was going to say, you have it kind of low there. We'll see. Um, my number five, I have Monsters University. Uh, Abe? Number five, I've got Despicable Me, the return of Despicable. Uh, Maxwell? Uh, I have Man of Steel for my fifth choice. Um, I do think it'll do very well, but I'm not as confident as some of you are. I think those trailers are selling it for me. I think that works for it. Yeah, they look better than what I was expecting. Um, Mark? I have Fast and Furious 6 as my number five. Fast and Furious. Alan? Monsters University. Monsters University. 
The first, the first change, oh, not the first change up between you two. <laughs> we had different choices for four too. Yeah, that's, that's what I was, yeah, not the, same, oh, the first okay. time. Although Mark not, not going in for the despicable me factor so far. Well, not, not yet. yet. All right. Uh, okay, let's get to let's get to our number six choice here, Alan. Number six, Hangover Three. Six, six. Mark, Despicable Me Two. There it is, Despicable. Me there it is. Two. I can say right now, the only thing I'm looking forward to in Despicable Me Two is another soundtrack by Pharrell. <laughs> Not the minions? No, no, I can't stand the minions. But I will take another soundtrack by by for real. That's the that's my favorite thing about the first movie. The only thing I still like from it. Maxwell? Uh I'm gonna go ahead and say Fast and Furious Six for choice number six. Boom. Man, I did not plan that, but I also have Fast and Furious Six as my number six <laughs> choice. <laughs> Abe. I also have Fast Boom. and Furious Six for my number there six. <laughs> Alright. I was gonna do the same thing, but I was—I didn't want to hear any flack from everybody just because of the idea behind What's it. Because we <laughs> the awesome joke you're gonna have with it. Well, I wasn't having an awesome joke. Well, like my top ten of the year for Fast Five, it was number five, and I didn't plan it. It just happened. <laughs> it's just—I didn't want to hear it again. Well, I mean, you're right to have done that because we would have—we would have made fun of you, regardless of the fact that we have Fast and Furious Six as our number six choice. We would have just singled you out in particular to make fun of you. For that. I know, no, most I mean, likely, yeah. yeah. No, it's not most likely. It's. 100% likely. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number seven, my number seven, I have Hangover Part 3. Um, yeah. Let's see, how, see how that goes. I'm curious how that weekend's going to go, because they're both opening on the same weekend, that and Fast 6. and it's. I am genuinely surprised that one of the two didn't end up playing chicken. They're too big. They're, 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 they're both bro movies, though, so I mean, they can't, yeah, that's the question. <laughs> they can't back down. <laughs> that's the question. I, I am not going to – I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's all right. Go ahead. I was gonna make a dumb joke, but I haven't. I'm gonna, we haven't seen a battle this badly between two same thinking people since Ireland with the Protestants and the Catholics. It's gonna be nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, you know, we it was proven last year that a movie can make two hundred million in one weekend. So does that mean two movies can open to you know between seventy to ninety million on the same weekend? I'm not sure, particularly because as you pointed out, they have really similar demographics. And I can't help but think, based on the reception to the previous films in each franchise, that people liked Fast Five in general more than Hangover. So if they are forced to choose, they'll stick with the cars and 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 the guns. Yeah, that's that's my logic there as well. Solid thinking. I mean, yeah. people don't talk fondly of Hangover Two, Fast Five. No, people love that movie. <laughs> but uh, yeah. you know, we'll see. I adore that movie for good reason. Yeah. It's oh, a great acting. It's a legit, legitimately good movie. <laughs> But we, I think we all are confident that they're both going to do well. I mean, we wouldn't be... Yeah, sad. I don't, mean, I don't think the Hangover's going to, as you'll see soon enough, bomb by any stretch. But, you know, someone has to come out on top. They're not going to both gross exactly the same. Although well, that Watch would be you fun. eat those words this summer. <laughs> they both get wait. exactly the same amount of money. <laughs> we'll they find just, out in the fall. <laughs> $221 million. That'd be, that'd be amazing if that happened. Like, they're just, like, neck and neck the entire summer. And they're not even, like, number one. They're just number two. Well, number... then we have to start bringing it up, like, every week when, when we have the It'll show. Part of like, a, yeah. Maxwell, sweating bullets. <laughs> <laughs> they have identical figures. <laughs> the movies are going after different demographics, but I remember back in 2005, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Wedding Crashers both opened on the same weekend, and they both did huge business, and they continued on through. I mean, again, I granted they're slight, they're slightly different demographics, but 
Right. But two movies, those two movies opened on the same weekend, and they both did really well. And that's what I think, as I recall. I'm not sure which one made more money overall. I remember, like, Wedding Crashers ended up being – well, Charlie and Chocolate Factory was number one that that first weekend. Like, it edged it out. And then um, I believe Wedding Crashers, like, took number one, like, like like three like two weeks later or something like that. Like, it had longer legs or what have you. It was a, it was a weird time. <laughs> Wedding Crashers and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. A double feature I think I actually did see at that time, too. That's, Oh, actually, I'm looking it up. Wedding Crashers did 209, and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory did 206. Oh, oh my gosh. Really... totals. Yeah. What were the opening weekends? Uh, no, I don't have this open. So opening weekend, Charlie Chocolate Factory did 56. Oh, wow, it was huge. And Wedding Crashers did 33. Wow. Yeah, see, Wedding Crashers got by on legs and, and goodwill, whereas Charlie was front was more front, front loaded, loaded with that 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 yeah, debt that debt factor. Charlie also opened in opened in almost a thousand more theaters than Wedding Crashers. Wow. The Depper. The Depper. Oh, the Big Depper. <laughs> Just like North. The Big Depper. North. I don't know. Don't give Tim Burton any ideas. Re- remaking Rob Reiner's North? Is that the idea? No, Come on. <laughs> Tim Burton, has, Tim Burton hasn't had any ideas in years. Oh. Frankenweenie was a pretty good idea. Yeah. That he recycled from that, 84. That he did from, like, yeah, years ago. John August filled in the gaps. Um. Anyway, what was I at? I had, I had Hangover Three at number seven. Abe, what do you have at number seven? I have the Lone Ranger at number seven. Lone Ranger, Maxwell. At number seven, I have Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim, which I think is going to do very well and position itself as sort of this summer's Inception. I don't think it'll do quite as well, but just in terms of a big, bold, original sci-fi movie from a director who has a certain amount of clout. Um. Could hit big. Plus, people like big robots. Yeah, they do. I've heard this. They I've heard that. That's the rumor is, yeah, people like big robots, zombies, and vampires that don't bite. Um, <laughs> Pacific Rim, <laughs> might see, uh, you say um, Inception, and I'd love it to, you know, be in that kind of realm. I feel like it's going to be more in the Prometheus realm, where it, it's a it's a gamble to an extent. It, it's probably more it's probably more broad and friendly than Prometheus was. Cause well, they both do have Idris Elba. True. There you go. <laughs> so there's the connection there. There, there you go. Yeah, Pacific Rim well, and, and Lone Ranger. Those are those seem like two of the bigger gambles of the summer in terms of original property. Not original, but I mean, not necessarily proven properties like Pacific Rim. It's like yeah. something original, so it's hard to kind of get that out there. Although it does look, you know, quite good in Lone Ranger. It's you know a big western movie in the summer, which sometimes goes well, sometimes doesn't. But that, sometimes but the Big Depper. I mean, you know, <laughs> it, it may work for the Big Depper, but it didn't work for Big Willie. Yeah, uh, not in terms of quality, it, it made its money. <laughs> not, a, not a ton of money. Certainly didn't work for the big whatever Daniel Craig's nickname. It is. didn't work for for uh, Josh Brolin. We can all agree on that. Yeah. <laughs> Joshy Josh. Uh, that's not even. A, that's not close to a nickname. That's just that is Joshy Josh. <laughs> that's like... J Bros. J. All right. <laughs> the Hex himself. Mark Hoban, what do you have for your number seven pick? Number seven, I've got Hangover Part 3. Hangover Part 3. Alan? Fast and the Furious. Let's move on to our number eight picks. Eight. Alan, what do you have there? I have Elysium. Elysium. Yes. This is the Neil Baumkamp film. You have your, your confidence. Yeah. Well, District 9 did really well, and a lot of people really liked it. Um, and this is a big follow-up movie, and it looks like Halo. So, um, you know, the American culture loves seeing things go boom. So I don't see why this movie's not going to make money. All right. Mark? Your number eight? Number eight, I've got The Wolverine. The Wolverine. First appearance of Hugh Jackman on this countdown here. They should have made it a musical. <laughs> you don't know that it's not. We've only seen a trailer full of That's anger true, so yeah. far. The man from Oz goes to Japan. 
Can you imagine how that would alienate the audience? No. It would make it <laughs> awesome. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't alienate me, but I think it might alienate the core audience. I like the idea that. of Mark sitting in a theater and like suddenly Wolverine bursts out the song and you're about, your face just lights up. <laughs> and I'm happy. Everyone else is like, ah. I would be the I'm same like, way. I think that'd be spectacular. <laughs> it'd be so unexpected that it'd be awesome. And there's all I'm these intense close-ups. <laughs> Maybe Wolverine is so angry because he was never that Broadway star he wanted to be. Boom. Maxwell, what is your number eight pick? Um, For this one, I'm going to go bold with <laughs> The Hangover. Part three. <laughs> for part three. <laughs> Three, Abe. Which we know has at least a modicum of a musical element based on one of the trailers. That's correct. Well, and I'm sure Ed Helms will probably sing the song too. I mean, that's, he always finds it time very likely darkness yeah. to to pull out a pull out a pull out his guitar and and hum along a tune. I forget who who liked did anyone like the Hangover like like the Hangover too or like viciously hated Mark. I know I don't think you're a fan of the Hangover franchise. No, no, I, I hated it. Oh, that was fine with number the, the, two. The second one. I mean. Did you like the first one? Yeah, yeah, I liked the first. I liked the first one fine. I thought it was it was enjoyable. Alan, what did you say? Oh, I liked I liked him enough. Yeah, I, it's easier it's easier for me to come down on it now than than when I actually watch it. When I watch it, I I, I generally do laugh. I wouldn't. I haven't. I've only watched Hangover two twice. I, I think actually, but uh, I mean, first Hangover I really, I think is actually very ingenious in terms of plot. Mm. But the yeah two is two is an easier movie to make fun of without watching it, and then I'm just kind of like. It's not great, but I still I kind of watch it and they're like, eh, I'm la- I'm laughing a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> I didn't like it, but it's definitely a movie I feel that people have ganged up upon. Yeah. For maybe not, a, I mean, not to necessarily defend it, but for not like a legitimate, concrete reason. It's not like it's a terrible, terrible movie. I don't think, but a lot of people, you know, make fun what's of it. it as you what's can. impressive to me is that regardless of how much you respond to the humor in the movie, and it is kind of mean spirited, which I think is why people kind of dislike that one more. It than is. One. Uh, it's a really well shot movie. Like Todd Phillips has a great yeah, visual true. eye in in his films in general, which I would I, I would argue the same for like old school and wrote like he he knows he knows how to make he knows how to make his films look very good. And it's I remember the car chase being pretty well done. Yeah, I, I think you have a like, I, I, yeah, I, the sweep, the sweeping shots of Thailand. Yeah, were, it has were really a, it's nice. a great look use of the location, and actually, yeah. I, mean, I would like similar to something like Adam McKay with uh, the other guys. I think Todd Phillips has a has an eye for action directing just as well as he as he does for comedic. Filming. Yeah, well, the other guys is awesome. <laughs> it's really, it has surprisingly good action in that movie. Uh, Abe, what's your number eight pick? Number eight is Pacific Rim. Hey, um, I have the lo- I have the Lone Ranger as my number eight pick. I uh. Oh. I um, you know, it, that 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 this was like one of the tougher ones to predict because I, I like, how, how much do you think that movie's gonna do? <laughs> I don't know how much it's gonna do. The same that the weatherman did. <laughs> <laughs> Gore Verbinski humor. Um, it's it's a tough mainly because I just didn't try to predict numbers on any of these. I Lone Ranger. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel yeah. like it could do maybe like it. It depends on how well it's received and. I'd yeah, like, agreed. I I think that if it's at least a good movie, like at least a good, not like a great movie, but if it's at least a good movie that get that you know plays well to well, an audience, which I think it can, because it's a Bruckheimer production with Johnny Depp in it, yeah. so it seems like. It- and my thinking behind it was also, you know, it was it's like a live action Rango. People like the pirates logo. People are gonna go see it for Johnny Depp. Army Hammer's kind of sort of making a name for himself. I think people are just gonna go see it. It's gonna be one of those things where it's uh, it, it's gonna be. He's trying to make a name for himself. Than, I, yeah. Yeah, he's having trouble, I think. Uh, <laughs> he hasn't been in very many things to try and make a name for himself, though. The only other thing besides the social network is what, Jay Jedger? Jed no, and the... the, the you see Jay Jedger? 
Did you see that uh, Snow White movie? He was in oh, that. I forgot about yeah, Mirror, Mirror. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not like that. The, it's not like his name was above that. No one's name was. I think Tarsim's name was the only person above that. Or no, it was like well, it was Julia, like from the producers of Alice in Wonderland. Well, Julia Roberts. Okay, okay. I was trying to think of. Yeah, there's some name. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I feel like this, like this one will be either his like make like determines the course of his career. Either he becomes an A-list star who can open the movie on himself or he'll have to go do some independent well, films. If the movie does open, I don't think it's going to be based on our... I mean, obviously it's not going to be based on Amazon, no, I but, I, but I don't think that he's going to suddenly rise to start it because the movie did well. I, I, I still think it's going to be Johnny Depp returns to the top of the box yeah. office as opposed to Army Hammer's the new big star. Like, I don't think that's going to be... And he was okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm sure... I mean, I like Army Hammer. I, I'm sure... He's probably, I like I saying his name. It, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He already has his next big project lined up anyway. Uh, so. The uh, recast is Thor? No. Yeah. <laughs> John Carter 2? The man from Uncle with Tom Cruise. and No uh, one can take away I, Chris Hemsworth's Thor, Aaron. True. I, I do think this is a little bit of a I, – I, mean, I don't know if his career will tank, but if this movie isn't a success, it's definitely going to – I think it's going to hurt him a little bit at this point. Cause he's, but he's it won't been hurt in, Johnny Depp, though, interestingly. No, no, yeah. it won't. No, that's, he's he's an established star, but it's like Taylor Kitsch. Exactly. I mean, you, you can only be in so many bombs before people start saying, "Okay, we're not going to hire you anymore." Yeah, and you know, but it's still. A, but he's good at Tim Riggins. I, well, it's, Tim Riggins I still not, a, show. I not associate those bombs with the fact that it's Taylor Kitsch. That's the you no, John but Hart was a fun and movie. and those bombs have nothing to do with him either. But but yeah, I know, just, I know, I know, yeah, I know what you're, I know what you're saying, Mark. And as, and as I was, what I was trying to say earlier, I do think if the Lone Ranger does get like it, if it's well received and it's a good movie, I think it has it could be in like the upper 150 million area, which is probably good for a number eight type spot. It's such a hard thing yeah. to predict. I, I've, I'm kind of thinking it's going to be like half that, like 80 is oh, what right. I'm sort of thinking. Yeah, I was right around Dark Shadow with numbers, which was like 80. I think <laughs> that's exactly. That's exactly my callback too. I'm thinking Ooh. this is going to be like a Dark Shadows moment. That's could maybe hit a hundred, but we'll see. It's such a Dark, dark Shadow. It has that kind of obscureness to the property that it's associated with that makes it. But do you think anyone in this like generation of teens who have disposable income know what the Lone Ranger is? Not necessarily, but I do Absolutely think that it fits not. the same kind of spectrum as something like adapting a theme park ride into a movie. And it, but well, it, people know right. what pirates are. People love pirates. Westerns. As a general rule, are not money makers. I get that, which is and, why I went fairly low on for my, for myself. Yeah, I went fairly low, opposed to going higher, because I don't think it's going to have that kind of surprise. Mine just went above. Yours. I don't think it's going to. Yeah, if I don't you, think it's going to be. Ha- if I you, if I don't think it's going to have that kind of surprise pirates this to it, because pirates was a surprise when that movie came out. That was a huge hit, oh, yeah. which no one yeah. expected it to be. Lone Ranger. It was also think, really good. Well, yeah, that helps. Yes, Lone Ranger. It is. It is unproven, and it is kind of. It's trying to ride the curtails of pirates, but I. I'd like to think that if the movie is good in and of itself, Dark Shadows, the problem with that movie also was that it wasn't very good. Like, no one, no one really liked that <laughs> that's movie. That's I mean, The Lone yeah. Ranger, it, besides the fact that it's a Western from a property that's not necessarily well-known, it has Johnny Depp and it has things in it, but it also has the potential to be a very good movie. That, and that's really what I'm writing on for this point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number nine on my list, I, yeah. I have White House Down. Really? Yes. Mm. I, I've, I have a feeling. I wrestled with I have that a one. feeling. I have a feeling that Chan- that the combination of I don't think that choice wait, 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 the combination of Channing Tatum and you know America fuck yeah sensitive sensibilities is going to combine to make a successful <laughs> movie. Wait, wait. White House down is that like a is that like a funky uh, is that like airplane or car wash but in the White House? No. It's like Olympus has fallen. 
It's the other Die Hard White House movie. I got you, Alan. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the joke Jeez. was so middle of the road, we all chose yeah, to. Right. I was, that's it's like, I, I think ever. I think everyone got you too, but I got you too. I don't care. <laughs> Just some sort of acknowledgement would be nice. Never get it. The soul plane we've all been waiting for. <laughs> Why are you playing with my emotions? <laughs> Snoop Dogg plays plays the chief of staff. I've got number nine, Man of Steel. I'm not sure. Man of Steel, all What's the way that? to number nine, huh? Wow, you guys had it pretty high, and I was—I wrestled with Man of Steel primarily because Zack Snyder, a a Superman movie produced by Christopher Nolan. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What did did Superman Returns get? Have you seen the? Have you seen the recent trailer though? Superman Superman Returns made two hundred over two hundred million dollars and over four hundred worldwide. I'm not saying that it's not going to hit that two hundred million dollar mark. I'm just saying that if if, I don't know if it's going to hit like two sixty, like what I'm predicting. Some of these other ones are going to get. If it's at number nine and it makes over $200 million, this will be the biggest <laughs> in the history of movies. And given that it, it's like, going to pro- at least make like 80 alone in the first weekend. It'll be big, but I'm just going there. I'm, you know. I'll say that the last Superman movie was number five during the summer that it came out and yeah, made $200 million. And it wasn't in 3D. This, actually, it was in 3D. Never mind. What about Superman Returns? It had parts in 3D. Never mind. Only in IMAX. Only in right? IMAX, and it was there wasn't an up. Well, I guess it's IMAX, so there was an upcharge, but not an upcharge based on the 3D returns. But uh, yeah, Maxwell, your number nine. My number nine is the Wolverine. I think that franchise and and seeing Hugh Jackman with the claws has an, still has enough appeal that it'll do pretty well. And if it turns out to be really good, I think it could do better. But I'm cautiously optimistic about its financial prospects yeah i that's a that was another tricky one just because you know people don't exactly love wolverine the x-men franchise in general it's done well but it's like how there's a lot a lot of there's so many options this summer it's hard and wolverine comes fairly yeah it's very... so far, i'm i'm the only one that's even put that movie in the top 10 so far well maxwell just did but yeah. so far Maxwell just yeah. did yeah. right right no that's what i'm saying is yeah. that it's... it comes up fairly late in the summer too but it yeah, so there's no competition hardly. By then, people are gonna be wanting to, you know, something new. And it is in 3D. Let's not forget this. So. <laughs> a musical in 3D? That's crazy. I know. Les Miserables could have t- taken a lesson or two from that. <laughs> if that, if Les Miserables had been in 3D, I would still be throwing up from nausea. It'd be, well, it'd be way darker than it already was. <laughs> Mark, what is your number nine? Number nine is uh, Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim, solid bid, I'd say. Alan, Grown Ups Two. Mm-hmm. This is what I had on my list and I took off. But I wrestled with yeah. that one for sure. Like it's like the last one made a lot of money, and I was looking at it, and there's not like anything that all families can go to and still have it be really clean. You know what I mean? Does that makes sense because technically you could go see like Pac Ram or something for PG thirteen, but what's something you can bring your mom to and your dad to and your cousins? White to House Down. I would not bring my mom to see Grown Ups too. I would Yeah, I would take my mom to see Kevin Ooh. James naked jump onto Chris Rock. But not everybody is in the know of movies like all of us are who do podcasts. It might be just a dude. No, who's not, a, I mean, you know not even I mean? in terms of the quality, but she just doesn't like that sort of humor. I don't know. I, I understand what you're saying. Though. You know, like, I don't. It, the last one made a lot of money, so this one should make the same amount. If not, it's going to be great true. on Redbox. The, I did look at it and. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, five days later, after. I think it comes out on a Wednesday, Turbo comes out, which is definitely going to play to families. And Monsters yeah. University is already out. Other... I just. I think it's too stacked of a summer for something like that to break out. Plus, over the last couple of years, Adam Sandler has been a case of diminishing returns. <laughs> How did the Da Vinci Code make that? I'm sorry, I'm just looking at like the stats for 2006. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> I, Adam Sandler wasn't in Da Vinci Code. <laughs> I'm at it. it made 
I thought you were going to say, like, how did, how did, uh, what's the monster one that he did? Hotel Transylvania, dude. I was like, wait, Da Vinci really, Code? It really what? did well. Da Vinci it did Code well, yeah. so much money because people were excited for it. It looked, yeah, it, 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 yeah, it love the hair. It opened to $77 million. It's ridiculous. It was terrible. Uh, <laughs> here's 2006, by the way. Pirates of the Caribbean 2, uh, Cars, X-Men The Last Stand, The Da Vinci Code, Superman Returns, Over the Hedge, a movie I don't know anything about. I, I think it involved like, like animals. I really liked Over the Hedge. That's a dream Bruce Willis. Who's in Over the Hedge? Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, Gary Shandling. Sorry, Bruce Willis, Steve Carell, and Gary Shandling. How did I not they're, see this they're movie? Doing they're doing voices. Thank yeah, you. I know they're doing. I know they're doing. I know it's an animated movie. I, it's based off a comic strip. There's a comic strip on Over the Hedge. Yeah. Yeah. It's based off the comic strip. How do you not know Over the Hedge? It's good. Right. It's a funny comic strip. Maybe it's yeah. talking about I gotta, I gotta check out this movie. Apparently, you sure do. Oh, seven Talladega Nights. Click. I hated Click too. Uh, Mission Impossible Three. Rarely low in the summer. Mission Impossible. 3. That was like the best one movie of all the ones from above. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, let me look at this list. I I really like Dead Man's Chest. I don't know. <laughs> Which one? Dead Man's Chest. Yeah, I do like Dead Man's Chest, but. And then the and then the Devil Wears Prada. Oh, I love the Devil Wears Prada. And then the breakup. Yeah, that uh, eleven. No. Breakup. Breakup. What was that? Vince Vaughn and Who's... Jen Anz. Vince oh. Vaughn and oh. people went to go see that movie to see Jennifer Aniston's butt. Period. Jennifer Aniston's butt. Yeah. Period. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. There. I see what you did there. I'm not going to acknowledge it. <laughs> but well, you I just did. did but you say you but... did. <laughs> That was you just did. We finished everyone's number nine. Uh, did we? Yeah, we did. So we can continue off this discussion anyway. But uh, Alan, what is your number ten? Uh, Boz Lerman's The Great Gatsby. Great Gatsby. Well, Gatsby. This this is my idea. Gatsby. Uh, What Gatsby? Gatsby. Oh lord. Um, the lot like Boz Lerman has a lot of clout with the uh, Romeo and Juliet adaptation he did in the mid nineties. And now he's kind of going back to that with, like, you know, the book that everybody read in high school and everybody kind of knows it and a lot of pretentious kids love it. So I think it's going to do pretty well. I personally don't like the book, but it looks pretty. I think that comes right in between Star Trek and Iron Man and it's going to be very difficult for that movie to make money. A lot of money, anyway. But not everybody's going to go see, like, the people who, like, the teenagers who don't want to go see a superhero or science fiction film might go to go see The Great Gatsby. And those people (laughs) make up a smaller sum of people than the people that want to go see a superhero movie. They do. Because, yeah, uh, but it's yeah. still there. There's a fighting chance. You never know. I, hey, you never know I, what might happen. I'd, I'd like it to be good, and I'd like it to be successful. So we'll see. Or the people who want to go see a movie the second weekend, like the older gen- demographic, which one do you think to go see? Great Gatsby, a book that I remember reading that I like? Or, or Robert Downey or Charm Factory, Robert Downey Jr. in a, another movie? I think Star Trek has an older audience. Yeah, but also Iron Man 2, like, I think Iron Man's going to make a lot of money. I don't know. It's going to be a weird summer. It's going to be a hard summer. Cool. A long, hard summer. All right, who's next? Mark Hoban is next for number 10. Number 10, I have The Heat. Ah. The Heat, oh. a movie that you've declared is one of the worst trailers you've ever seen. Oh, this has nothing to do with what I like. This has to do with what I think is going to be successful. I just have to provide banter for the show, Mark. I'm sorry. I know that you don't <laughs> care for the movie. You're right. The trailer looks horrible. <laughs> I'm just re- but I don't know nothing about the this listeners of this show. I, I can easily support this, though. First of all, Melissa McCarthy is red hot right now. And I actually, I, I think she's funny. I, I think that's going to be a big part of it. And I also think this is sort of my Ted pick, the movie that I think is going to be a comedy that people want to see. It's going to probably be successful. I don't know. I'm just 
that's why it's my number ten. You're also look, you, know, you, you like Ted, though, right? I love I love Ted. And you were looking forward to Ted Report C. But I didn't Ted. I didn't have any idea. That surprised me how well it did last year. I I didn't predict that would be a top ten hit. So this time I'm trying to remedy that. Okay, uh, Maxwell. I also have the heat in the number ten spot. Hence my loud, obnoxious noise previously. <laughs> Uh, for essentially the same reasoning as Mark being the Ted factor. And, and I also think um, a, a reason, um, never mind, it's rated R, I'm mistaken. I was going to say I think it may take some business from Grown Ups too, but it is slightly different, although not entirely. Audience. They did move it to the summer, which means they have quite a bit of confidence in how it's going to do. So. Yeah, late June too, right before the 4th. Yeah. Uh, Abe? I've got Elysium at number 10. Elysium? And I have Pacific Rim at number ten. Pac-Man. Yep. All right. So those are those are our top tens. We still have Dark Horses to go through. Dark Horses. Yeah, I'm excited for these. I'm just looking at the the list we currently have here, and our most our most consistent thing is Iron Man three for number one. I think that's across the board. Almost. Yeah. Jordan, uh, actually, it is across. Uh, sorry, I was uh, I was looking at uh, Jordan Grout's entries, which I'll later mm-hmm. on, but he doesn't have Iron Man three. This is number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see. We all most of us think the yeah, Star Trek. It's going to do quite well, and with the exception of Abe, Man of Steel, it's going to do quite well in terms of kind of the high spots here. Let's go through our Dark Horses. I'm going to read... Are we are we going with three Dark Horses? Yes, three Dark Horses. Okay. Only three Dark Horses. I'm going to, and these, are not, these yeah. are not like 11 through 13. These are just yeah, straight yeah, up yeah. just it's three just... movies that, yep. that could potentially be in the top ten. And, you know, if not, they'll obviously be kind of sitting right outside of it, but we're not doing it by rank. Um, so I have World War Z, The Wolverine, and The Heat. Uh, Abe? I have After Earth, After The Wolverine, and The Heat. After Earth. After Earth, yeah. I was wondering if that would make an appearance in this discussion. It will certainly make Dark Horse. Yeah. Uh, Maxwell? Despite my argument previously in which, to an extent, I was playing Devil's Advocate, I do have The Lone Ranger as one of my choices, followed by Elysium and Epic. What's what's neat is like if I had the um if I if I if the movies turned out to be you know quite good on top of that I'd I'd love to see Elysium and Pacific Rim you know original movies just make the just dominate the summer and I I have yeah. to go entirely off of faith that the movies are good to begin with but it, it would be nice to see you know that happen and you know yeah I mean Elysium is definitely in a position to break out Matt Damon can be a big star in the right role. Um, you know, Blomkamp has a lot of clout from District 9, plus all the times I've seen the trailer in the theater, especially most recently with Pain and Gain, it got a very audible, positive response, which, you know, is just an anecdotal piece of evidence, but still something I consider. People seem interested in it. It looks, it doesn't look the same as everything else. There's still action and explosions, but it has a certain gritty quality to it that makes it stand out, I think. And District 9 did really well, and it didn't have any stars in it. And here we've got Elysium with a whole bunch of stars. I think there is a potential for it to do quite well. Those District 9 trailers were brilliant, though, where they were interviewing the alien creatures, and they were subtitled, and they weren't Mm -hmm. quite sure what the movie was. That was shrewd marketing. Yeah, they had some crazy marketing on buses, too. No humans allowed. The only only name it was going off of was Peter Jackson, or, yeah, Peter Jackson producing it. Like, that was the... That was what they were writing on, aside from the you know, yeah, and I think that the, the the whole entire notion of hey, you know, this guy was going to direct Halo. We should go see what it can offer. Yeah, us. Not everyone, not pe- people. People don't know that. We know that. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. And not only did it do well, but it got a best picture. Yeah, nomination. best picture nominee, so. District Nine. <laughs> Lest you forget, that's a 
I I'm forgot. Success. <laughs> cool. And it's it holds up. Oh yeah, I can't wait to re revisit yeah. it very soon. Uh, Mark, your uh, dark horses. So I've got White House Down, World War Z, and Elysium. See, World War Z is one that that's. I, I, I'm basically going off of kind of Brad Pitt and zombies are cool. That's kind of a that's yeah. The, and it's, the and zombie, it's PG thirteen. The zombie factor could be a big deal. Walking Dead is yeah. And, and like the last kind of large scale big budget zombie movie would probably be like what I Am Legend maybe if you count those as zombies. That one did pretty well. Too. It did it did really? very well and it was December. Yeah. That wasn't even summer, so it's pretty good too. But it, I mean, again, it's so crowded, so it's you know you gotta see how that breaks out. I just hope that it's better than the last kind of obscure book title adapted into a film, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. But, uh... I, I think it helps, too, that World War Z is coming up against uh, Monsters University, which is kind of like counter-programming. So sure. I, I think monsters that's... in theaters that weekend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Bring your flashlights. Uh, Alan, your dark horses. I have World War Z, Pac Rim, and The Lone Ranger. Who else? Has anyone else read World War Z, by the way? I have. And it's brilliant, and it looks nothing like the movie. My so Aaron is it too. Exactly. I can in the in, great book. It, it's hard. It. I was reading. It, it's hard to 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 adapt properly. Yeah, I, I was I was confused to begin with about how they're going to bring that into a movie. And you know, from the second trailer, you can, I can I can start to see where they're coming from and trying to adapt the book. So yeah. like, it's still there's still no chance it's going to be like the book, but I can see kind of the seeds of it within how they made this movie. Yeah. My only concern in terms of quality, regardless of how much it makes, is I know. That, I mean, I think we uh, most of us know that it's gone through some a lot of a lot of production troubles in terms of getting made. And I just things. I hope Mark Forster learned his lesson on Quantum of Solace and 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 kept his camera a little more steady. Because <laughs> when you have the zombies moving as fast as they appear to do, and if the camera's shaking, you're not going to be able to tell what the hell's going on. That's I true. Hope the movie's coherent. That's, that's... Yeah. Uh, by the way, you were saying it's gone through a lot of problems, but I believe so has the Lone Ranger, and that you, some of you have gotten. Lone Ranger has high. the Lone Ranger. Little different though. Lone Ranger, the problems were faced before they actually started filming the movie. That was more. That was yeah. more budget in term, and that was more. That was budget in pre-production of what what movie they were going to film. Making the movie, they okay. had that settled. There was no real. Yeah. Did they? Okay, I don't. I don't. All I know is that there were. Problems. Yeah, they they shut it down during pre-production to try and cut like twenty million off the budget, which they did. Whereas um, White House Down, they or so White House Down, World War Z, World War Z, they <laughs> they, re they rewrote it like halfway through filming and then came back for reshoots and they brought Damon Lindelof on even er, later er, to rewrite the problem ending, solver so. Damon Lindelof. Well, we all know how good he is at endings. Um, and but Mark, to your credit, I. Despite the fact that Lone Ranger, whether or not it had kind of production issues, those did make the headlines, and I do think and people, you know, are aware that the movie has a somewhat sordid history, regardless of how many how much they know about those facts. I, I think that is kind of something that did come out in the open, not necessarily you know right. everyone to know, but I mean, some people be like, oh, I don't know, this Johnny Depp movie, I thought it had problems. And that said, I mean, Lone Ranger again, the last Pirates movies, despite the fact that it paid a damn billion dollars, it was the least successful of the three. Yeah, domestically. But but things have shifted in the last couple of years. It's been a subtle but noticeable shift just in the last four or five years that domestic is now almost a minor player compared to China and the other other countries out there. Yeah. Which is why, I mean, Iron Man 3 is open over there already because it's going to make more money there than it is here. Yeah, yeah. Already $197 million. Yeah, it's... Uh... 
It'd be quite the challenge to try to predict worldwide box office totals for this coming down. That would be hard. Because <laughs> that's when the animated, animated movies really run wild, too. You know, like, they, like, Despicable Me could be, like, easily, like, be number number two at that point. Monsters University can yeah. go much higher. Star Trek's... Like, well, just look at how good um, Ice Age 4 did overseas. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, all the Ice Age movies <laughs> overseas, like, that's where it's... Yeah. They love Scrat. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. I think every movie that piqued my interest financially was mentioned, including Turbo, except for the Smurfs 2. I forgot about the Smurfs, Smurfs 2, actually. I, 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 for a half a second, I considered really it. Well. For a half a second, I considered it that it, that it could make. The first, really well. Your personal choices come into the play, though. Like, you just, even though it could be, you just don't want it to, so you just don't pick it. That's very true. At the same time, I do think the movies that we've picked over Smurfs 2, I think, have a better chance at probably making more money than Smurfs 2. I imagine it will be successful. Uh, it doesn't feel like it's just like, hey, let's rush out Smurfs well, kind of rush out Smurfs 2, but it feels like it's kind of the natural progression of, it's been a couple years, time for that next Smurfs movie. Yeah. It had, you know, faces a lot more competition, too, this year than it did that year. I will say none of us mentioned, what, 300 to... Uh, <laughs> I mean, no one's even seen an image from that though. So how can you... red two? I don't. Well, no, that's not going to be. Well, in terms of grosses, yeah, it, it wouldn't hit where these top R- ten are hitting. R.I.P.D. R.I.P.D. Again, in terms of numbers, yeah. Sure. Which so, who, who picked After Earth in anything? Uh, Abe, you did. Dark Horse yeah. as Dark Dark Horse. Any other it, people? I had it as a Dark Horse for a long time, and I took it out. Yeah. I, I I hate to go against. I thought, I thought it would have shown up more. I hate to, I'd hate to go against the Smith family because they are a national treasure. <laughs> but you you know what's in, it, uh, interesting to me? Maybe I'm wrong, but okay. So Will Smith ter- supposedly turned down Django and Chain because it wasn't the lead. But now in this After Earth, I believe he's playing second fiddle to his son. I don't think yeah, he's his, the star it's of his this. Son. It's, well, it's, it's his son, yeah. It's, but, it's, his, mean, it's his production, too. Django and Chain would not have been produced by him in any capacity. What's his production? Get a little uh, over, Overbrook too. Entertainment, I believe. Is... Overbrook? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just Will Smith number one production. <laughs> and uh, his daughter did the music, to Miami. Too. His daughter did the music? Yeah. Some... You guys are all being mean to the Smith family, who are a national treasure. No, he's like, I, 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 cracked, it, it, I cracked my whip. Are they friends of the show yet? Sorry, Abe? Are they friends of the show yet? The Smith family? No, they're, they're, of, they're, they're, no, they're a national of. treasure. They're beyond the show. They're what? friends of America. Thank you, Abe. Thank you, Alan. <laughs> um, right. I want to go over Jordan's list really quick, just because I have it right here. Oh, yeah, sure. uh, he has Man of Steel, number one, Iron Man, three, Fast and Furious, six, Despicable Me, two, Star Trek and Darkness, After Earth, the Heat, Monsters University, Grown Ups 2, Pacific Rim, and his Dark Horses, Wolverine, White House Down, and Elysium. So Wait, he no no Hangover. Uh, no Hangover. Yeah, I wow. see that. No Hangover, which makes me think that he probably just forgot about the Hangover. <laughs> <But> <laughs> <laughs> that memory is with number two. If he forgot about it, though, maybe the rest of America will. You never know. <laughs> we can hope. But yeah, so we'll see. But yeah, that's uh that's uh those, awesome. those are our those are all our lists. I have them all recorded down here in the archives. See how that turns out. And you know, we'll we, we'll basically end this by Labor Day weekend. That's going to I'm going to just take whatever the final figures are at that time and go with what that list is, and you know, run all the points and everything, and spectacular. Figure out what things are and what have you. But uh, yeah, that's uh, going to keep going through the summer. I was like thinking like I didn't have much to live for, but now I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just sit, sitting in the dark, just furiously watching the box office numbers come in. 
I'm gonna go stand, furiously stand outside of the the biggest the Times Square movie theater, which is the highest grossing theater in the country, and pull on my own so I can contest the results if if necessary. Absolutely, we 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 do want that. We want a huge argument at the end of the summer. It's like, no, I didn't have that number. The same that you did. What do you guys think about the movie This Is the End? How how do you think that's gonna perform? I think we'll, I think it could flirt with a hundred million. Yeah. yeah, but it wouldn't go it like. Would, 190. Like the summer this packed, it, it's 100 million is not good enough to make the top 10. It, it exactly. is another, I mean, it's joining the ranks of Hangover 3, which is, you know, a proven property, as well as The Heat. And I think, Marco, as you've put it, um, Melissa McCarthy, she's very hot right now. And I think her potential to have a, a breakout R rated comedy is higher than seeing Seth Rogen and the gang's. Comedy will work its way to the to the to the upper did, echelons did you, of the summer. I, oh, yeah. Well, we could all hope yeah. that the heat proves Mark Hoban wrong and makes him laugh absurdly loud. But we are trying to wrap up the show here, <laughs> so that's going to do it for this week's bonus episode of Out Now with Era today. You can find more of my work, my personal blog, thecodeseek.com. You can find all my written movie reviews as well as at lysablue.com for blue reviews. And you can follow me at Twitter twitter.com/slash/aaron's ps3. Abe. You can find more fun stuff at walrusmoosh.com and twitter.com slash walrusmoosh, hashtag NBFX. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, Maxwell. Uh, you can take note of my new Twitter handle, twitter.com slash cinemaxwell, in anticipation of the release of my new project, cinemaxwell.com. Great. Mark Hoban. You can find more of my work on my personal blog, fastfilmreviews.wordpress.com, and you can also follow me on Twitter, Mark underscore Hoban. Alan. You can follow, follow. You can find a lot of my old work on previous episodes of Out Now with Aaron and Abe, and you can follow me on Instagram at Aldo underscore Rain R A Y N E, or you can do Twitter Mr DVD at Twitter or at Mr DVD. So, yeah, awesome. Uh, you can find Yay. you can find all the other episodes of Out Now with Aaron and Abe on iTunes. Um, I should mention this once again. I'm not sure exactly when this bonus episode is going to hit, but our podcast feed for people that listen on iTunes is going to kind of drop off and become a new podcast feed. So people are going to have to resubscribe people that listen to the show on iTunes. That will make further note of this as that time does arrive. But if that's already happened, then you've already found the show. So there's really no need for me to mention it. But I'm going to say that anyway. HHWLOD.com, that is where you can find the host of our podcast as well as other shows on that network. A lot of shows about games, comics, movies, other fun stuff. Outnow.podomatic.com. No need to be concerned there because that's always consistent. All the newest episodes go to that <laughs> website as well as some exclusives. Uh, the YouTube page? YouTube.com slash OutNowPodcast where you can find the main reviews if you don't want to listen to any other segments. About 23rd minutes each. OutNowPodcast at gmail.com. You can feel free to email us your you know, list for the summer as well. You, know, you can just you know have fun playing along with us and I'd be happy to kind of tally up the, the points at the end or at least send you the rubric of how it works. But uh, yeah, you know, top 10 films and some dark horses. You know, we'd, be, we'd love to hear some entries. Um, Facebook.com slash outnowpodcast and Twitter.com slash outnow underscore podcast. You can follow and like those pages there and have fun interaction with Abe and I as well as the other people that love to chime in on the Outnow Facebook and Twitter pages. Um, That's going to do it this week. Let's uh, let let the games begin, as as they say. (laughs) We'll see where this goes as Iron Man 3 opens up this week and uh, let the summer take us from there. So, yeah, Alan, Mark, Maxwell, thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> it was a pleasure to be here. J- um, Jordan from afar, thanks for giving us your picks. Thanks, Jordan. Adam Gentry will also send me his picks eventually, too. And, uh, yeah, they'll be in on this competition as well. But that's all for the summer gamble for now. So 
come back around Labor Day. We'll have to resume for that. So until that time, so long. And goodbye. South Beach, bringing the heat. Can y'all feel that? Can y'all feel that? Jig it out. Here I am in the place where I come let go In Miami, the base and the sunset low Every day like a Mardi Gras Everybody party all day, no work, all play, okay? So we sip a little something, leave the rest to spill Me and Charlie at the bar, running up a high bill Nothing less than ill, when we dress to kill Every time the ladies pass, they be like Can y'all feel me? All ages Yeah, I think that, you know, last time we were choosing these, I think we were like our top three were kind of the same. I this one could be different. Yeah. And in fact, Abe, you're there, right? Yeah. Yeah, Abe was the only one that chose the Avengers as number one. Um, I was the only one that chose Brave as doing better than Spider-Man, but that didn't happen. And Adam still won in the end. So, I mean, it could go anyway.